Hello guys, welcome back to Beauty Talk, the podcast where we talk about all things beauty. This week we are going to be talking a lot about beauty, but we're also going to be talking a lot about podcasts, and you'll learn why later in the episode. Somebody in my DMs suggested that we call our first thing, like our little segments at the beginning, the weekly roundup. So for now on, when I say that, you'll know what I mean. Starting off, like always, with our beauty quote of the week, stop wishing you had great skin and go get it from Anonymous. Next up is our beauty tip. I actually have two tips this week. They are kind of related. Number one, don't wash your hands with dish soap because this actually contains a lot of stripping ingredients and will dry out your hands. Instead, you can use a hand soap or if you have a cleanser that you don't like, then you can use that as a nourishing hand soap instead. We don't have a beauty influencer of the week because I just couldn't think of a good one but I will try my best to search out some really awesome people to talk about in future weeks. Our product of the week is the Curology Gel Moisturizer. It's a very simple moisturizer, but for some reason, I've never tried gel moisturizers, but this one is so lightweight. It doesn't make me oily. It keeps my skin really nourished and healthy and just amazing, which leads us into my personal updates. Curology, like I said last week, came in. It's amazing. I use my active cream every night. My skin already looks more glowy. It's less red. From afar, you don't see as many of the bumps and acne that you did as well. It's really working wonders on my acne scars. I will, of course, keep you guys updated. I'm super pumped. My cherry posts are doing really, really well. I'm getting a lot of followers, a lot of cheers, saves. People are really interacting and loving the content I'm putting up. I literally am having so much trouble getting through all of my DMs and replying and talking to people on there. And it's also a four-day weekend. I'm recording this on the Friday before it goes up. Sorry to my editors, but I am really, really excited just to have some time off from school, honestly. I luckily have a very short list of beauty struggles this week. First off, I'm having some dryness over where my eyebrows are, so I've been having to apply a brow oil, not for growth or anything, just to keep it from getting too dry right there. And my back skin has been really itchy and like weird. Other than that though, my skin, my makeup, everything has been like way better than it normally is. Our beauty news this week is a bit short. I regret to inform you guys of that. Honestly, it's kind of sad and not a lot is being launched because the holidays are just over. So people are recovering from the amount of launches that came out then. 
So I just have a couple things to mention. Carmen Electra, who was really big in the 90s apparently, has launched a three-step skincare system called Go Go Skincare, which is named after her Prince-produced single Go Go Dancer that released in 1993. All of her products are paraben-free, cruelty-free, sulfate-free, gluten-free, and vegan. And the line features a serum, eye cream, and moisturizer. But in the article I found, they don't actually specify, like, the prices or amounts or ingredients or anything, which is kind of weird. Next, as you guys may know, Alicia Keys has a beauty brand called Keys Soul Care. And now she has launched new products. First up is the Sage and Oat Milk Candle. You guys have been asking me why are so many beauty brands releasing candles. I will talk about that later in the episode. This is $38 at Ulta Beauty. Next is the Skin Transformation Cream, which has which has a ton of ceramides and antioxidants and is exfoliator, and that's $30 in Ulta Beauty. Then, if you haven't seen my Cherry Post, facial rollers are not worth it, but she's released an Obsidian Facial Roller, which is $25 and made from volcanic glass. A Golden Cleanser, which has Manuka Honey, Turmeric, Chamomile, and removes dirt while softening the skin. That is $20. And there is a fragrance-free version of the Skin Transformation Cream, which is $30. The Be Luminous Exfoliator, which is a powder that you actually combine with water and then it becomes a creamy lavender laver which I thought was really interesting. That is $22. The Harmony Mask, which is Manuka Honey and Activated Charcoal, and has fragrance that makes it smell like sandalwood. I am not big on fragrance, personally. Activated Charcoal doesn't actually do anything, but Manuka Honey is great. It's $28. The Comforting Balm, which is $12, and is plastic-free. And the one that is the worst deal, in my opinion, the Reviving Aura Mist, which is a rose-scented face mist and is $22. Just in case you guys know, don't know, facial mists don't count. You would know that if you watched... I'm sorry, we're on an audio format. If you listened to my last episode, I talked about it more in depth. Now, something you guys requested for beauty news is something a little more short and sweet for me to choose my favorite launches and not just talk about all of the launches I could find. So here are some of my favorites from 2021 so far. The Nexus 5-in-1 Multi-Hail Styler. It's a cream and adds a bit of texture, lift, and hold, but in my experience from using it, it didn't make my hair feel weighed down or sticky. The Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez, Stay Vulnerable, Melting Cream Blush. It's super natural looking. It's water resistant. It's very creamy. That is $21. 
a lot of the stuff that was launched this week was personally, in my opinion, not very good, which is why we don't have as much beauty news as we normally do. One tiny tidbit is apparently Jennifer Lopez's husband uses her skincare too, which is like great for him. Those products are actually pretty good as far as skincare high-end products go. Like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we're going to talk about podcasts. I love podcasts. If you do not know, that is part of the reason that I wanted to start one. So today we're going to be talking about some of my favorite and least favorite beauty products, starting with some of my favorites. Number And these are in no particular order, but I'll tell you if I like it or not. Gloss Angeles, I love. They do a segment called What's on Your Face, which is like their favorite products. They have a lot of skincare info they share, and they do a lot of interviews. That is hosted by Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. Another one of my favorites is Fat Mascara. They do beauty news, product recommendations, and weekly interviews that are really, really informative with some great people. And that is hosted by Jennifer Goldstein and Jessica Matlin. I also love the Allure podcast. They have an amazing host and interviews with beauty icons and founders of different brands, which is really interesting. They are host. This is podcast is hosted by Michelle. I don't actually know her last name. I tried really hard to find it and it's not listed anywhere, I don't think. This hasn't been posted on updated since May 2020 though, so I don't know if they're ending the podcast, but I recommend that you check out some of their episodes. I really love their one with the founders of Glow Recipe. Even if I don't particularly like Glow Recipe, they use a lot of sensitizing ingredients and a lot of fragrance and alcohol in their products. It was really interesting to hear from the founders of the brand more about it. Another podcast I love is Naked Beauty. I am not kidding when I tell you this host has the most amazing voice ever. Even if you, like, don't want to listen to her podcast, listen to her voice. Do me a favor. It's called Naked Beauty. She does interviews, product recommendations, just really chill conversations. She hasn't posted since October, but that's understandable because back in October 2020, she had a baby. So it makes sense that she... It's just like taking a break from podcasting, and that is hosted by Brooke DeVard. Now, the podcast that I don't really like that I put on my list just to warn you about is Goop Presents Beauty Closet. Before I get into what they do, I want to say that I used to really love this podcast. It's great for beauty information, but the hosts are not it. People DM me about them, ask me if I listen to the podcast, and it's really awful. Now, they do interviews with amazing people, and in general, they are happy and excited, but they are also really insensitive. They talk about how they grew up in an oppressed community, and they don't acknowledge their privilege. They've made some slightly racist comments. It's hosted by Jean Godfrey-June and Megan O'Neill. I 
will not listen to that podcast ever again just because the hosts are so awful. As much as I love the guests that are featured on there. So I would say if you are subscribed and you are unaware, please just unsubscribe. Don't support these ladies. And maybe Goop will get the hint and get some new hosts for this podcast. Now, by popular demand, we are talking about Manuka honey. Let's do some flash facts about Manuka honey. It's an antibacterial, an antiviral, an antifungal, as well as an anti-inflammatory and humectant ingredient. Um, its main benefits are its strong antibacterial properties. It, the, it recruits the correct type of cells known as fibroblasts to help wounds heal. It's an effective anti-inflammatory, which can be helpful for acne and eczema. It offers antioxidant protection, and it draws moisture to the skin. You should use it if you are looking for hydrating and soothing benefits. And then also if you have eczema or acne, you should only use it about once or twice daily at the very most. Manuka honey works particularly well when it's paired with other antibiotic ingredients as well as other wound healing ingredients or other hydrate ingredients such as shea butter and glycerin which all heighten the effects. So what is manuka honey anyway now that we know about the benefits? Um, not all types of honey are the same. The honey in your cabinet is not going to have all the effects of manuka honey. Manuka honey is produced by honeybees that feed on the manuka tree in New Zealand and Australia. This is important because it's what gives manuka honey its defining characteristics, mostly the strong antibacterial properties. Most honey deserves its antibacterial nature from hydrogen peroxide, but the manuka variety is unique in that it contains both hydrogen peroxide and another excuse me if I spell this wrong, called methaglincycoxal. <laughs> I definitely said that wrong. The nectar of manuka flowers contains a large quantity of a substance, which is converted into this second component. The higher the concentration of methagloxial, whatever it is, we're going to call it glocks, the more antibacterial the manuka honey is. There's even a rating scale known as the unique manuka factor, UMF, which measures the potency and how antibacterial the honey is. Fraudulent manuka honey can actually be found on the micro Trader Joe's, which actually slapped with a class action lawsuit for laboring their honey is 100% pure, despite it only testing between 57.3 and 62.6% manuka honey. So it's important to check the UMF labeling. 
Now let's talk about the side effects of Manuka honey. If you are allergic to bees, you should not be using Manuka honey since there's a risk of a allergic reaction. There's also the risk of a blood sugar increase. And so diabetic patients should proceed with caution or by physician instruction only. As with all honey, infants under the age of one shouldn't be exposed to it due to the risk of infant bodilism. Other than that, there is some stickiness, but that generally isn't an issue in most formulated cosmetic products. And when you're buying Manuka honey or buying products with Manuka honey, here's a couple things to look for. You need to use the right kind the honey must be produced and packaged in New Zealand. It's worth spending a bit more for high-efficiency products coming from a reputable source. You should be able to read the word active on the label. There should be an indication of its quality using the different rating systems, the UMF, Unique Manuka Factor that we talked about, the OMA, Organic Manuka Active, and there should be about 15 more of those. Some varieties are stronger than others in terms of antibacterial potency, and the labor should explain that. And allergic reactions to honey are rare, but being cautious can save you future trouble. So test it out, dabbing a small amount on your chin, underarm, or under leg, which is the little crease under your knee. See if you feel any reactions, such as itchiness, and if not, you can apply the honey to your whole face. Now, if you are pumped up about using Manuka honey, here are a couple products that I like that include Manuka honey or just honey in general. Manuka honey definitely has more antibacterial properties than other honeys, but other honeys can still give you that hydrating effect if you don't want to spend as much money. Very cheap Manuka honey product is the Shea Moisture Manuka Honey and Mafra Oil Intensive Hydration Bar Soap which is $5 for 8 ounces, and it also has glycerin in it. A normal honey product is the Brio Geo Mary Multi-Masking Kit Feet Don't Despair Repair Deep Conditioning Honey Bear Hair Mask. Basically, we're just going to focus on the hair mask. I just could only find it in a kit together, and you get one set for $36, but I believe the hair mask is maybe closer to $20 on its own, and it has a lot of great hydrating ingredients. A mask that has both normal honey and manuka honey in it is the Pharmacy Honey Potion Renewing Antioxidant Hydration Max, which is quite expensive. It's $38 for 1.7 ounces which is equivalent to 50 grams. It has propolis extract, which is soothing, anti-inflammatory, and an antioxidant. Gia, purple root extract, which is hydrating and anti-inflammatory. Honey extract, which is soothing, hydrating, anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant. It has ginger, which is hydrating. Alatonin, which is soothing and hydrating. Ginger root extract, which is soothing, anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant. It has glycerin, which is hydrating, honey, which is soothing, hydrating, anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant, and then Manuka honey, which you guys know all about right now. Let me know in a review or a DM me 
at underscore sips underscore tea underscore on Instagram or cherry message me at here comes a sunny GRL with any products with Manuka honey that you love. And with that, I regret to inform you that we have made it to the end of another episode of Beauty Talk. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, follow, give me a rating on any of your podcast platforms. All of that helps me to continue making this podcast. Follow me on Instagram, follow me on Cherry, and thank you to all of the people that DM me every single week. You literally make my week whenever I am feeling down. So farewell, guys, and remember, it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. Thank you.